with Ryan Reese. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Lisa. It is like a pizza. <laughs> Flat like a pizza. And round. <laughs> We're not going to get into it. No, no, no. Let's right. not even start So tonight we have Lisa Musel in studio from the Breaking Through Conference. Man, what can I say about the Breaking Through Conference besides the fact that it's amazing, it's epic, you have to be there. Um, I've spoke at a couple of them. But they've been around for a while, and I can tell you this. Every time I've been there, not only if I speak there, but sometimes I just go to hang out. It's only a, it's only a, an event for women. Why are you there? But <laughs> I know the girl that throws it. So she so likes you in. I don't actually get to be inside of the, of the sanctuary with the women, but there's vendors and stuff on the outside. That so you're have, just hanging out on the outside. I'm hanging out listening to the speakers. <laughs> oh. And I go because – the women that she has there, the speakers, are have these powerful, powerful testimonies. And I've seen so many people get impacted because these stories – we're going to talk to Lisa and let her talk about the speakers this year. But I've seen the speakers there. As they speak, they, they reach into so many different categories of, of you know of addiction or homosexuality, uh, just life struggles, losing a son. I mean, redemption stories, just the most wild stories. And I've seen this conference impact people like like no other conference. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And we have one that's actually going to be coming up here, and it's next week. It's next Saturday. It's called the Breaking Through Young Women's Conference at Refuge Calvary Chapel on Saturday, April 29th at 8.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. That's in Huntington Beach off the 405 freeway. You have to go. And there is going to be a live webcast. Now, is it the BreakingThroughsMinistry.com? You can go there. I'll put the, a link on there, but it's RefugeFamily.com. Because this, this, this station or this show is syndicated on 50 stations across the United States. Right. So there are people that aren't going to be able to drive to Huntington Beach. So go to <laughs> Breaking Through Ministries. Dot com And there will be a link that you can watch it. And it's from 8.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. California time at Calvary Chapel Refuge. It's going to be amazing. Now, Lisa. Yeah. Hey. Why did you even start this conference? Well, um, many years ago, I made wrong choices myself. I was uh, very promiscuous, uh, drug addiction, two abortions, and um, found myself just in a jail cell. And um, at the end of my rope. And so I came to the Jesus Christ after that. It's a, it's a long story. It's not yeah. about my story today. But basically, after I started going to church and received Christ as my Savior, my life was completely changed. And my heart was changed. And I realized the forgiveness that I had. It took, it took a while to go through the progression of realizing that I was forgiven and all that good stuff. But once I did, I wanted everybody else to know the forgiveness that Jesus has to offer and the freedom. Forgiveness is one thing. But it's that freedom because I was a prisoner to my own guilt and my shame and the agony. So I wanted to have a conference to share with other women the freedom that I had. And it just, it literally, God took a willing vessel and turned it into something completely different. I didn't expect it to be more than just abortion. It's about suicides, about homosexuality, it's about drug addiction, it's about cutting, it's about anything that's extreme in somebody's life. How long has this been going on? Eight years. Eight, year, eight years. Eight years. 
and it's running strong. Every, yeah, the first from the first time all the way till now, it's running eight years, and we've had it at multiple churches. We're also simulcasting it live. So Calvary Chapel, Big Bear, New Mexico, and Washington are doing their event live, their own Breaking Through Dude, conference. that's cool. Yeah, I love so it. So if someone wants to pick it up, who would they contact? Um, they can go to the Breaking Through website, or they can go, um, and there's a contact link there, mm-hmm. and they can contact me through so that. So other churches want to broadcast it? Yeah, or they can call Refuge Calvary Chapel in Huntington Beach. Okay, awesome. Yeah. What? Um, so tell us about these speakers. What should people expect as they come this weekend? Well, um, we have um, a girl that was cutting herself. Sorry, Lisa. You're going to have to talk into the oh, mic. Or I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm Golden I'm come out here. I'm just the audience. And- <laughs> no, not Golden, Golden please. Golden will come over here and rough me up. If you're talking to the mic, believe me. <laughs> not Golden. Love you, Golden. Um, yeah, we have um, – we have abortion. We have a girl. Imagine this. A girl that was, her mother said, I give up. And she was age six. And a, her mother took her and left her on Ball Road by Disneyland and just drove away. Wow. That's six, insane. Right? That's and she remembers that. And she shared wow. this story. And my heart was just broken. That is so wow. I couldn't even imagine that. A six-year-old little girl. you know. And so another girl that um, she was being raped by her father between ages of six and eight. Mm. I have another girl who is an ex-madam, ex-porn oh. star. You know what a madam is, Monet? Monet, <laughs> Monet no. <laughs> you know what a madam? I, I didn't know what a madam was. You didn't what know is what a madam? madam? A madam is a girl that sells other girls. Yes, basically. Yeah. She's, she's like a pimp, but she's a she's woman. She's a kinda. female pimp. Yes. Yeah, and she encouraged the girls on how to keep their minds on what they were doing. Keep your eyes on the money, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, but she knows Jesus Christ. She's very passionate. And she's me on steroids, you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, right. It's crazy. What time is she speaking? We're going to avoid it, right? I'm going to come then. Uh, I'm going to come to the sessions. She's, um, I think I'm going to have her as a second speaker. Cool. I think the girls will be exhausted after watching her, but she's hardcore. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, again, we have abortion story, and we have uh, an ex lesbian. Cool. And that we're interviewing, and you know her. She's a whosoever, and mm-hmm. she's awesome. And, um, yeah. Well, those are Just, those yeah. are very important subjects. I mean, obviously the show's dedicated to talking about what's going on in culture and uh, sexuality is, is huge. People are trying to find their identity right. through pansexual, bisexual, uh, homosexual. Um, there's so many different – Oh yeah, versions of that, right. and then abortion is is running rampant. I just actually mm-hmm. got a an email or a, like a direct message from a girl the other day, and she just said, "Hey, you know, I need to talk to someone because I'm I'm pregnant and I want to get an abortion." But what does the Bible say? Actually, yeah, yeah. Anytime okay. you have someone like that, call me. I don't care what hour it is. I I will be there and talk to them. I actually talked to a girl the other day. It was mind blowing. She was. Um, the daughter of a girl who was abortion-minded and that I got to minister to her, she chose life. This girl now is 17 and called me and said, I have a friend that's pregnant and wants to have an abortion. Will you talk to her? And this is a girl right. that's whose life is saved because, because of her, abortion. Yeah. yeah. And now she's saving another life. It's wow. It's just – the word you use, epic. I just was standing there going, I've, I'm just blown away. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Lisa, I yeah. got a question. You've been doing this conference for over, you know, eight years now. Mm-hmm. And I know uh, doing conferences and doing setups like that, there's always mm-hmm. new things that either is a focus during that time, you know, whether some of the speakers you get to be shoulder to shoulder with as you guys are praying for, what everyone's speaking about, and, you know, ministering to, to women. What do you think right now, like in our culture, 
is the most prevalent thing that you're seeing or something different out of the norm from the years prior? Um, oh, my goodness. There's so, you know, I would say suicidal tendencies mm. is better off dead than feeling this pain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I, a lot of my girls have, um, I hate to say my girls, the girls that are speaking, yeah. one of them attempted suicide three times. I mean, oh. that just is like, they say that just in passing. Oh, yeah, I tried suicide three times. That's huge. That is yeah. huge. That's, what did you do? How did right. you try to commit suicide? I had a girl that tried to commit suicide by hanging herself in her closet with a belt. Wow. You know, I mean, they'll do, you'll do yeah. anything to end the pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you well, hear about that story mm-hmm. about that? This kid who was 11 heard that his friend, which was a girl, and I don't know if it girlfriend. was. It was a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. They played, played a prank yep. that she died. And what? he he killed himself oh, over yep. this. Like a Romeo that. and Juliet kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I read that. His, and then it, and then it was a joke. She's alive. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. I mean, so... It, you're right. Uh, it's it's the it's the whole mm-hmm. thing of suicide. And so I was talking mm-hmm. to somebody the other day and it's like, you know, what is it that brings people to the fact of like taking my life is so much better than it's a lie. Yeah. You it's know what I'm saying? I mean, because when I was growing up, I never thought about killing myself no. ever. Like no. it wasn't like ever a thought in my head that, yeah, this would be something I would even want to well, do I think, think about glorified doing today suicide yes. is glorified it it is. Is. oh you know it's 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 glorious they they even have websites this is sick they're voyeur websites where they say you know what i tell you what why don't you kill yourself and hang yourself and and put the camera on you or the phone on you and i'll watch it and when you're done i'll kill myself mm. i mean it's just wicked yeah, with that there was um did you guys remember that girl that committed suicide on facebook if she did a live webcast yeah last yeah. year right? yeah yeah uh Six months it wasn't, ago. yeah, it wasn't too long ago. So right. basically, this young girl, uh, for whatever reason, I can't remember the she exact. Was sick, wasn't she? I think that she actually, someone in her family or someone maybe might have molested her. Oh no, I something know along those mm. lines. I don't know exactly. So don't quote me on this, but something happened. People didn't believe her, so she went and actually, I saw I YouTube to see if it was real. I didn't, right, yeah. you didn't get to watch the whole thing, right? But, um, I couldn't do it, but it's on YouTube and. The girl made a noose and she's talking oh. to the camera while she's live webcasting on Facebook, makes a noose, and then she goes, All right, bye. And she jumps off, the, oh takes a stool gosh. out. It's live on, wow. on Facebook. And so that inspired more kids to do that. Because, you know, suicide is the yeah. thing where you, you're writing a note or right. letting people know. You, right. So now here you can do it on social media. Yeah. You can it's be live. crazy. It's it crazy. Gl- and like Lisa was saying, it glorifies it at that point. Yeah. You know what I'm it's saying? Because so then you get kids. all these hits. And yes. then you, yeah, you oh. know, these likes. Yes. Likes. Exactly. It's a lie from the pit of hell. Yes. Satan gets in their mind and lies to them. Yeah. Says, this is the way you want to do it. You're going to be remembered. Yeah. Whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. whatever comes into your head. Exactly. During this time. But that is a lie. If you're listening tonight and you're having suicidal thoughts mm. or you've been contemplating suicide, I'm going to tell you right now. That is a lie from the pit of hell. God has a plan for you. He created you with a purpose. He knit you together when you were in your mother's womb. He created you for this plan, but you will never know this plan 
until you surrender your life and you give your life to him. The problem is when you don't surrender your life to him and you're going through this life, it's like walking through this world with the lights out. You can't see where you're going. You don't know why you were created. You don't know the plan. So then the enemy starts coming in, Satan, and he starts discouraging you. He starts tripping you up and then it starts putting these thoughts in your head. Maybe you're even messing with alcohol or or mm-hmm. getting, you know, getting hooked on drugs or even ex- excess pornography will make you depressed. I mean, right. there's so many different things, bad relationships, you know, cheating on people, all these different issues in life when you're not walking with God can come into your life and that can lead to suicidal thoughts. Exactly. But I can tell you right now, you do not have to go out like that. It's very simple. Wherever you're at, if you're driving, if you're at home listening to this, maybe you're watching this on YouTube a week later. God loves you. He has a plan for you. All you have to do right now is give your life to God. Say, God, forgive me for my sins. I'm a sinner. I mean, me, Ryan Reese, I'm a total sinner. I need God's grace in my life every single day. There's nothing wrong with calling yourself a sinner. You ask for forgiveness and then start reading the Bible. Get the, get a uh, maybe a New Living Translation if you're not a good reader like myself. And get to the Gospel of John and just start reading through the New Testament. And get plugged into a church in your life will start transforming one day at a time. He'll start transforming your mind. He'll start transforming your heart. And he'll give you new thoughts, new ways. And all these things that you're you're pondering, all these bad thoughts, these things will start leaving as you start going towards towards Christ. But if you continue going down that path you're going, I mean, you're just going to... You, you already know the path you're going down. You need to switch it up. There is a way out. You have to make a change tonight. And there's people around you. You're not alone. There's people around you that love you, and they'll be there for you. Just give them a call or call this radio station tonight, right now at 800, or what is it? 888. 888-564-6173. If you're dealing with anything tonight, if you're dealing with addiction, you're maybe you just you need some encouragement. Maybe you're struggling with a relationship. Maybe you're you're having you know you're dealing with an alcohol problem. You know uh, you're cutting. I mean anything that you could be going through tonight, and you need to talk to someone. Give us a call. We want to encourage you. We want to love on you. And uh, you know maybe we could help you if you need to get into a rehab or something. I don't know. Just call us up, and we can we have resources tonight. So triple eight five six four six one. Seven three triple eight five six four six one seven three. Why? Why? While the calls come in, Lisa, um, I want to talk a little bit more about this conference. When these when these people are coming, I mean, it's important that people bring their friends that are not Christians or believers oh, or people that are actually going through these things, right? Mm-hmm. What What are some stories that you've heard of people that have went to your conference? What were the aftermath stories? Um, I had one year, one girl came, uh, a mother had actually shared her testimony that her and her husband had gone out into the garage and the daughter had done just what mm-hmm. you're talking about. She'd hung herself and the yeah. father found her. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the mother was deadly afraid to go on the stage because she just sharing this had been the first time in front of a huge audience. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what, there's somebody here that needs to hear your story. And when she went out there after the conference was over, there was this sheepish little girl that was standing in the audience. And there was this lady that came up to me and said, she needs to talk to you. Mm. And when I talked to her, she said that she had had her suicide plan that day. Wow. And she changed her mind. There were three girls wow. that changed Amazing. their mind that day. Yeah. And I was like, 
you're who God told me about. You're yeah. the one that wanted, that needed to hear this right. story. So I brought her to that woman and said, yeah. just you sharing your story exactly. saved this girl's mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Well, you bring the darkness. I was just reading in Ephesians. You bring the darkness into the light. Right, right. And it reveals. And that's, mm-hmm. that's why the show exists is because we talk about these issues. So it brings it to the light and then we, it, it exposes it and you can get help. Right. Satan wants exactly. us to feel. Satan always wants people to feel like they're all alone and there is no hope, and that's right. what's linked to most yes. suicidal things. Yes, there is pressure, like you said, it's being glorified now, like being cool and leaving this kind of a crazy lifestyle behind. All that stuff, obviously, we know is false. But the reality that people commit suicide that are overwhelmed, sometimes mm-hmm. um, depressed, they don't think they're going to make it out of it. It is a relationship. Sometimes, sometimes it's financial. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you yeah, look yeah. at, a, you know, many, many people have in times past and it, this is what Satan does. He wants us to get overwhelmed with the temporary. What's right exactly. in front of us. All your decisions are based on, oh, man, I'm never going to get out of this situation. My mortgage, all this kind of stuff. And you get overwhelmed where the Lord wants us to look at the eternal. And that's important. It's perspective has to change mm-hmm. and you have to have hope. If you don't have hope, you're going to go down. And that's why Christ died for us to give us hope, a living hope. Um, and that's why we all do what we do. That's why we minister here on these on these airlines. That's why we do um, conferences like this, because there's a great need out there. Mm-hmm. We want people to know that they're not alone. We we know that's probably stirring in a lot of people's hearts right now. And as Ryan was encouraging, I, I just do the same thing. Like, God loves you. doesn't matter how bad it's been, what you've done. God can forgive you. And this is the cool thing about the gospel. He wipes the slate clean when you ask for forgiveness, you can have a pure conscience. Exactly. You don't have to have that guilt and that shame and carrying a burden upon your life that you can't bear. It's going to uh, destroy you. Right. Right. And it's, you know, the Lord will take away that anxiety. He'll give you peace. All right. We're going to go ahead and take uh, Nikki from Las Vegas. I'm going to give the number out one more time. Number is 888-564-6173. 888 We want to hear from you. This is live with Ryan Reese. All right, Nikki from Las Vegas. What's your question tonight? Hi. What's up, Nikki? Hi, how Hello. are you? Good. That's good. Um, so I was calling in today because like I was listening to your show and I was just so inspired. I'm I'm in transition. I'm trying to find my way back to God and I'm just really struggling. I've been trying to get into the Bible and I've been trying to be, you know, a positive influence to myself and those around me. And I just still feel really empty. I don't have anybody to really connect with. Um, I just recently got out of a relationship and I lost my best friend. Mm. Really good friend. And I've just been really struggling with it for the last couple of months. Mm. And I've been praying about it, but I don't I don't know if I'm I don't I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. All right, first of all, what what part of Las Vegas are you in? Um North Las Vegas. Okay, where where's Calvary Chapel Las Calvary Vegas? Calvary Chapel Stream Valley is not not far from there. It's called Calvary Chapel Las Vegas now. Oh, is it? They changed the name. Oh, Calvary Chapel Las Vegas. You should. Uh, we want to link you up with some people at Calvary Chapel Las Vegas. Okay, they're actually the ones that that uh, have this show that you're listening to out there. It's part of their church. Um, ask for uh, well, the the pastor is Derek Nider. But if you just go to uh, Calvary Chapel, the website, look up Calvary Chapel Las Vegas, and you'll find them. I would go there and just tell them that you're listening to the show, and we directed you to go there, and they'll 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 get someone. We're going to talk to you tonight, but you need to get someone that you could uh, meet with there at the church that could uh, you know help counsel you and help you get you uh, get get you plugged into a good church, 
so you can learn the word of God and, you know, they could get you on your feet and, and help you going. Okay, awesome. So it's called really... Ca- it's called Calvary Chapel Las Vegas. But I'm going to go ahead and let who wants to talk to her about this. Go ahead. Well, for, first thing I'd say, Nikki, you know, you've gone through a lot of things in your life, and when you you lose somebody that's close to you, um, it can really change the direction of like what's important in life. We, we were just at a funeral yesterday, and it's just a reminder of like life's fragile, it's frail, um, and so it automatically we start questioning. Is there eternity and is there heaven and is God real? And it sounds like you have a little bit of a, a base, you know, or a relationship. You know God's real, but you're struggling. You got out of a relationship and you're just feeling overwhelmed. You know, this is one of the ways that God starts working in our lives. Just for you hearing these words that are turning into an encouragement to you, just you calling in with a desire of like drawing close to God, that's actually God wanting to draw near to you. And so then you have a choice. This is a choice that you have. You have a choice to open up the door of your heart to the Lord, and He will come in. You know, the Bible just tells us, we, we, you know, a lot of times we can put more pressure on ourselves, Nikki, than we have to. Um, we're like, okay, you know, I'm going to start going to, because I have a lot of friends like that. Me and Ryan have a lot of friends. Oh, I'm going to start going to church, but you know what? I'm going to stop. I got to stop drinking. I got to No, because that day's never going to come. You're going to mm-hmm. procrastinate all the time. You come just as you are. Humbly, simply, Lord, reveal yourself to me. I'm messed up. I'm lost. I have a lot of issues. If you're real, take over my life. It starts as simple as that. Don't get ahead of the game and allow God by his Holy Spirit to just start you in this love relationship with him. That's what it comes down to. Like the resource that Ryan said, those guys are legit over there in Calvary Chapel, Las Vegas. They got the same heartbeat as us. Um, and I know they'll encourage you with this step. But it all comes down to a prayer between you and the Lord. Even when you get off the phone with us, start reading your Bible again. Go to the Gospel of John chapter 1 and say, Lord, speak to me, and you will see that he will. Nikki, I would just say don't get discouraged if, you know, you fall back into, you know, any type of sin. Just get back up. Don't allow Satan to keep you down. Just Get back up and get back into the Word and get in prayer and have that accountability. Have that. Find somebody at Calvary Chapel of Las Vegas that can meet with you and pray with you and that you can be open and honest with because that's where it's going to lie. When we're accountable to people to help us through this journey that we're going through with the Lord. Because if we don't have that accountability, then Satan can mess with our minds and mm-hmm. make us believe a lie instead of the truth. And the more you read and the more you pray and the more you get to know who God is— the more you're going to be able to discern what is from him and what is from the devil. So in closing, Nikki, we're all going to give you a little nugget here. (laughs) (laughs) Today's your lucky night. (laughs) Uh, In closing, to keep it simple, because you said you want to make, you're trying to get back to the Lord, get plugged into church, make it a priority that you're plugged in on a Sunday morning or a Sunday night and get into that Wednesday night. Make sure you're in church twice a week at minimum. You know, why? Because you're trying to get back into it. So, minimum. And then just start reading through the New Testament from the beginning to the end and just make time to read. It's not like you have to read like 100 chapters a night. Just, um, just start, you know, going through it because the Word of God is what transforms your life. If you want to get back into a groove with God, then you got to read the Word of God. Right. And that's, okay. even though sometimes you're like, why well, read it? It does, I don't know, it doesn't seem like it's really doing anything. 
Word of God is the key. Get plugged into church and just tell them that you heard us. We talked to you on the show. Those guys are like family over there. They'll they'll take you in. They'll get you plugged in and they'll make you feel at home and your life will be transformed. And I cannot wait to meet you next time I come out there in the next like couple months. Awesome. Thank you guys so very much. I really appreciate it. Yes. And do you have a Bible? Um, not on me right now. But no, I mean, but you have a Bible. Do you have a Bible that you like reading? Like that you like yes. the... Okay, because if you don't like the language in it, like the the translation, find a translation that you like to read because the key is you want to read your Bible. So find out whatever translation, an NLT, NIV, King James, whatever translation is the best for you to read. Get that and read the heck out of it. Okay. All right. Well, let me, I'm going to pray for you, Lord. I pray for Nikki. I ask that you'll, uh, your Holy Spirit will fall on her, God, right now where she's at, that you will baptize her. In the name of Jesus, fill her up, Father God, and lead her by your spirit, Lord, uh, to church so she could get plugged in, Lord. And God, I pray that you will just comfort her, Lord. Give her that peace that she's looking for, Lord, that comfort that she needs right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We love you. All right, Nikki. Thanks for calling. Love you too. Thank you, guys. Hey, hey, you know what? You can even go to this. uh, I have a website called ryan-reese.com. It has all the past radio shows, and I'm actually teaching through the Gospel of John, too. You can watch it all from your your cell phone, too. That's another way to to get plugged in if you want to learn more about what we got going on as well. So cool. Awesome. Thank you so very much. I really appreciate it. You got it. Take it easy. Thank you. You too. All right, boys and girls. How many minutes do we have left? We've got about five Five. minutes. Why do I always lock this thing? As you figure that out, let me just say, this is Live with Ryan Reese. We're going to be taking your phone calls, and we have been we have Lisa Musil in studio with us and talking about the Breaking Through uh, Young Women's Conference it's going to be held at Refuge Calvary Chapel on Saturday, April 29th, which is next week, 8.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. You can go to BreakingThroughMinistries.com and buy that. It stirred up this conversation of the reality of suicide, the reality of young girls coming out of lifestyles, whether it be prostitution, of cutting, and so many things. And in our culture today, these things are becoming rapid. Maybe you're out there, a guy or girl, and you're battling with similar issues, and you have, have questions, you need encouragement this night, you can call in at 888 Again, 888 Seven three. I know Ryan just plugged uh, the website ryan-reese.com. Encourage you to go there for all the archives of this, his um, shows as well. But you can go to the whosoevers.com as well as they go to the high schools and many other things that are taking place with the whosoevers. And I want to just announce the other people that are in studio: Sean McCain, Sean McCain, <laughs> Sean McCain, Sean McCain, <laughs> Sean McCain. <laughs> Melinda Reese, <laughs> and we have Lisa in studio. You can find them all on social media. Uh, we are in here, and I love—I just love this uh, dynamic. You know? Oh, you know what? Don't forget, because we mentioned it a couple of times. Next week, Uni- United Martial Arts for Christ. Oh, that's going to be the bomb. Tell them about it. So uh, next week, Los Amigos High School, Fountain Valley, Saturday, April 29th. This is at night at 7 p.m. Ryan Reese is going to be there. His dad, Raul Reese, is going to be there, and a bunch of martial artists. It's an amazing event. Bring the whole family Guys from all different genres of the martial arts are going to do, be doing demonstrations. People are going to be speaking. I believe Ryan's going to speak. Rawls going to speak. It's going to be epic. Bring the whole family. We're going to be there hanging out as well. I'll be fighting my dad in the main event. I can't That's wait right. to see that. We're going to fight. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> you know, Ryan, you're going to fight. You're going to fly. Okay. <laughs> hey, but let me tell you about this, this performance. So after the Breaking Through Conference, <laughs> then you're going to grab some tacos. Then you're going to head That's over to right. the martial art Thank event. You. And I've been to this martial art event. It's sick. They got kids, like young little kids, little ninjas, mm-hmm. to like older ninjas. 
And it's a full performance, dude. They're like, I can't explain it, man. But just all different styles of martial arts. It's action-packed. It's going to be amazing. And then uh, at the end, I'm going to fight my dad. <laughs> where can they go if they don't if they didn't get the information? Is there any place where they can go to right figure here. out where it is? Marshall, yeah. what does it say? Marshall Artists for Christ. For Christ. Org. Okay. Yep. Marshall Artists for Christ. Org. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be epic. You got to bring all your kids. Oh, my kids your are coming. Kids. My kids are coming. It's They're gonna, gonna be ready good. to fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. It's gonna be real good. Well, hey, you know, before we go to this break. You know, I, uh, we do this, we have this movement called the Whosoever's Movement. And what we do is we go to public high schools, we preach the gospel. We're, we're seeing, every time we go out, we're seeing hundreds of kids get saved. Wherever we go, 90% of the kids are getting saved from the message. The Holy Spirit is falling on these kids. The harvest is ripe, the workers are few. Who will we send? Well, the Whosoever's, we are going. If you want to join us on our monthly giving, you can do that at minimum $10 a month, and that helps us go into these public high schools and give the gospel to these kids that are dealing with suicide, drugs, cutting, all the same issues that are going on in culture, right. their, their sexual identity. There was a kid at NIM High School in Orange County, 15 years old, with a breath what – what's, I'm on the radio. I don't know what to say. Breast job? Uh, uh, implants. Implants? Breast implants. 15-year-old boy no. with breast implants at Anaheim High School. Wow. Is that insane? That is insane. Times. Is that legal? That's like commitment. Huh? Is that legal because that of legal? the age? No, I know. Yeah. Yeah, and I asked the kids. I said, so hey, I go, so what, what's it like? I mean, this guy, kid just walks around. They're like, yeah, no one bugs him. Like, whatever. Because, you guys, homosexuality and all these, you know, transgender. and it's becoming the norm. But it's, yeah. Dude, it's the norm. It's like no big deal. They so, have a TV show about it now on ABC. They do? Yeah, it's the LG, LBG, LGBT. L- yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is. And it shows everything about it on this show. It's a, it's a, like a drama show that has a different, you know, episode every week. It's 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 the norm. And you know it what is. it is? People just need to find their identity. More live with Ryan Race coming up. Is everything all right? Call now. 1-888-564-6173 or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say whoop-de-doo. Now, back to Live with Ryan Reese. Don't say what I warn you. Loud noises! We are back. I got Lisa Musel in... <laughs> How do you say that? Musel. Not Musel. As in meta. Lisa Musel. Is it no? Met, like meta Musel. Meta Musel. You know, meta, as in meta. Yeah. yeah. Musel. Meta Musel. We don't even know. We don't want to go there. <laughs> no. We don't go well, there. we're back. And she's from Breaking Through Conference. And she's doing her Breaking Through Conference this Saturday at 8.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. At Refuge Calvary Chapel, which is in Huntington Beach, off the 405 in California. And they're going to be covering, they have speakers covering what? Suicide? Suicide, prostitution, cutting, homosexuality, abortion, abortion, right? Bring people that don't know Christ, people that are, maybe even if they know Christ, but they're struggling in these areas, which is common Mm because Christians struggle. Bring them to this conference and I guarantee you they're going to walk away impacted and their lives will be transformed. They will be at a crossroads and then they're going to have to choose a path. And I've seen everyone leave that conference. I mean, I've seen the whole place I like, come forward when I when I went there. Oh, yes, they did. I mean, people were like, this conference <laughs> yes. has high impact. Yeah, yes. that was that was huge. 
Yeah. Come on down. Yeah. It's going to be on this Saturday. And you can find out more about it at BreakingThroughMinistries.com. So the phone lines are completely lit up. So let's go ahead and start taking calls. We're going to take Miguel from Fontana. Hello. Yeah. What's up, Hi. man? You're listening live. What's your question <laughs> tonight, brother? Yeah, I was just wondering if you have a, a scripture that, that, that I could uh, look up to uh, to give me encouragement when, you know, like deciding to do the right thing, going against the grain, you know, like, like, uh, you know, not following the crowd, but doing what's right. Is there? Um, well, I mean, there's always, there's that one of my favorite verses is that, that Jesus verse that he says, if you want to be my disciple, you got to turn from your selfish ways, pick up your cross and follow me. And that basically right. is like the key to a relationship with Christ because um, there's going to be so many pulls from from everything around you, pulling for you know whatever you your, whatever you came out of. There's going to be these pulls, but if you want to follow Jesus, He says, if you want to be my disciple, guys, you got to pick up your cross and you got to follow me. You got to crucify all those things that you, all your body appetites that you used to give into. You got to deny them and pick up your cross and follow me. And I love Second Chronicles sixteen nine. That's my life verse. It says, for the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to search for uh, the eyes of the Lord range throughout the whole entire earth to search. I can't even quote it now. Second Chronicles 16, 9, the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen whose hearts that are fully committed to them. So basically, God is looking through the whole entire earth and he's looking for those people like you and me that are fully committed. I'm not the perfect Christians. Not the guys that have it all figured out, but the ones that are fully committed. He's looking for you to strengthen you. So wherever you're at in your life, wherever you're at in your walk, the eyes of the Lord are looking for you. And he's not, he knows where you're at. He's going to look for you. He's going to find you and he's going to strengthen you in your walk. But the power comes in denying the body appetites and following after Jesus. And that's just reading the Bible going to church, getting plugged in with believers, uh, fellow Christians that want to do the same thing as you, and um, having that fellowship of breaking of bread and reading the Word of God, worshiping, praying, all those elements will um, – that, that's that's like the key to our relationship with Christ. Does that help you? Yes, yes, it does, yeah. Okay. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I understand, you know, God doesn't want anybody that's perfect because I mean, might as well stay where you are, but God wants somebody who wants to be as close to being like God, but yeah, yeah. a willing vessel to get up and run and climb the the, the peak where it's perfect, a yes. perfect relationship with God. You know, keep keep trying to get up there, get up there, get up there every day. You know, struggle and and that's that's and how God the holy that's how the holy that, you know? that's how the Holy Spirit works. As you get baptized with the Holy Spirit and He starts working in you. Basically, what happens is he he starts ripping those things out of your life. He starts taking right. out all these 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 struggles, and it gets smoother and smoother. And we go through trials and tribulations because God. That's how when we go through these storms, God's producing that Christian character in our in our lives. But the sin that we used to get, like me, if I used to struggle with pornography and give myself to pornography, by the power of the Holy Spirit, He's taken away those desires. So I won't go watch porn or I'm not going to go cheat on my wife. I'm not going to go get drunk. I'm not going to go use drugs. I'm not going to go lie because that's a work of God in me that the Holy Spirit does in our life. But if I'm not plugged yeah. into reading the Bible or going to church, 
my body appetites flare up and right, I'm right back where I came from. And that's the beauty of the work, work that the Holy Spirit does through our lives as we submit to him, we deny ourselves, and we follow him. All right. Cool, man. Well, thanks go. for calling, yeah. dude. Love you, brother. I love you guys, and thanks for your, your attention here. No, no worries, problem, man. man. Take it easy. It's a process for all of us, man. Your relationship with God, walking with God, we all go through struggles and testings and everything. And like Ryan was saying right now, um, I, I think of Romans 6 through 8, man, reckoning the old man to be dead. Mm-hmm. Recognizing in chapter 7, he says, man, the things I don't want to do sometimes I do and the things that I mm-hmm. should do, I don't do. And it's like this major struggle. And that's right. coming from a man that was walking with God for over 20 years, right. Paul. Mm-hmm. But you understand that God is for him and not against him. And that's what you, we have to realize. Reckon that old man to be dead. It's a process. And the Lord is faithful. That's the key. All right. We're going we're gonna to take uh, this next one from, where is that? It doesn't say. It doesn't is this say. Esther? Esther. Esther. Yes. How you doing? This is uh, live. What's your uh, question tonight? Um, I was calling in because I'm having uh, some struggles um, with addiction. Yes. Um, I do have a relationship with God. I do um, I do trust in Him. I don't know how. Maybe I need work on my faith. I don't know exactly, but um, I am. A, I think I'm addicted to um, painkillers. I don't really know if I'm so much addicted because I I can go without them, but when I have them, I overuse them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I'm really, I don't ever talk about it with anybody, but I'm really just struggling because my relationship that I have with God, and I have a lot of, like, guilt, and I, I don't I don't want to be addicted to that. I feel terrible because I do have the problem, and I've been struggling, you know, I've been talking to God, I pray about it, I mean, I fast over it, but for some reason, like, I just... Sometimes I don't even want them. I just take them, hmm. and I, I, I don't, I don't know how to overcome it on my own. Are you attending a church regularly? Yes. I'm sorry. I, I, what was her name? I don't have this Esther. 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 Thank you, Esther. This I do is... go to church. I um, do Sunday church. I do Bible studies um, with people. I, 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 I'm a prayer warrior. I pray for people. I. I I study on my own. Um, I have, I mean, my laptop uh, is full of different studies that I do w- with the Holy Spirit. Esther, how, how old are you? I'm in my 30s. You're in your 30s, so you have a you have a full time job. I work full time. I go to school, and I have four children. Mm. Got it. Okay. This is a gonna... huge step that she's taken. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to to share this. Do you have somebody that you um, count on at, at church that you're accountable to, Esther? Um, not particularly at my church, but yes, I do have somebody. Uh, but I don't speak about. I don't like to speak about my problems. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I mean, we, we Sean and I'm I, I, I'm ashamed, I guess, to yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, say anything yeah, to anybody that knows me. You have, you have your kids and yeah, no, no, I, I, I totally, uh, I totally get that. Um, I mean, what it, it kind of goes back cause I, I came out of drug addiction as well and, and Sean as well. And we we were involved from heroin to crack all the way on down to cocaine mm-hmm. for many years for like, I don't know, 18 years. And, uh, and I've, I've overcame other addictions like that in my life. But this, I've gone 
I've gone through a life of drug use. I've been a year and a half free of smoking cigarettes. I went through a big turmoil in my family, and I started um, smoking a a vapor Mm -hmm. um, because I didn't want to smoke a cigarette anymore. Um, But I've overcame addictions with drugs like crack. So this is um, the, this is the situation right now. Is you, you there? Satan has obviously a foothold through these prescription drugs, mm-hmm. and you need to either you need to get accountability. You need to yeah. talk to someone at church that's not going to confide in the pastor and talk to him and tell him what's going on. I would have them, you know, anoint you with oil and pray for you. And then what you're going to have to do is it goes back to that verse, which is the key of, to our relationship with God is to deny or deny yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to literally. You can't give in to those. Desires. You can't do it anymore. You have mm-hmm. to literally stop that because now the first part is actually admitting you have a problem. Mm-hmm. And then the next step is to deny yourself and not to do this and get an accountability partner or someone that will that will hold you to it. But, I mean, you got – whoever the Son of God sets free is free indeed. God can set you free of this stuff. You got your kids, but right now Satan has a foothold. He has a stronghold in you. So I would have some of the pastors pray for you at the church. And I think it's also really important, as Brian said, that you have somebody that's accountable. But I would say maybe even a pastor's wife, someone that's not only accountable that you can go to, but somebody that's going to hold you accountable and come to you and say, how is it going? How are you doing? And that you are not afraid to be honest with her. You know, um, it says in John 10.10, 10, the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And I have come that they might have life and that more abundantly. You really have to take those thoughts captive, and you really have to make the decision to step to walk forward. I mean, if you kicked drugs, you can do this, but with mm-hmm. only with the strength of Christ. And so you definitely need an accountability partner, somebody that loves the Lord and that you can trust that will come to you and, and hold you accountable, Esther. What we'll do is uh, let's put her on hold, and we're, we're going to get your number. And then if you want to come meet with us, we're at Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar all during the week. What, what city do you live in? Um, I live nearby. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, come come out to, to see us. So I'm going to put you on hold right now, and then um, we'll set it up where you could come meet up with Sean and I uh, anytime during the, the week if you would like. Okay. Thanks, Esther. We'll yeah. be, we'll be praying you. for you, and yes. uh, one of the guys is going to pick up the phone and speak to you, give you a little bit more instruction. You know yeah. that, and you're not alone. You know, just for all the listeners that are out there, people, you're not alone. I know there's a lot of people that are battling with, you know, prescription drugs are huge, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Even more so in the last ten and fifteen years. <laughs> a lot of times they start from different things. Sometimes it's from a surgery, you break a bone, you right. you go through some time of rehabilitation, and it's needed for a little bit, but then after a while, you get it becomes a comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It starts right. to own you, and it just becomes an issue and a problem. And I think if you you start questioning, like, is this a problem? It usually is a problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You don't you don't want anything to own you like that because then it, the, your your thoughts get blurry. You get you know. And for her, I think the good thing what you guys are bringing up about the accountability thing mm-hmm. was you want to have transparency with your life. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you got to be wise who you open up to, no doubt. But to have somebody you can connect to, you'll feel like this weight is lifted off your Absolutely. shoulders. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. We yeah. got these two. We, all the phone lines are lit up, but we don't have enough time to take all the calls. But we have one in seven I want to take. Go for it. Okay. Quickly. Because I think they're extremely important. Marcos from Rancho Cucamonga. How are you doing, sir? 
I'm doing good. I'm doing good. What's your question tonight? Well, I got a question. I'm five months sober, and I did a lot of hard drugs. And three uh, about three months ago, I almost died in the ER. And I'm five months sober now. Uh, the, I'm done with all the prescription drugs. I can't do it no more. And I'm trying to come back to God like that last lady was talking about. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm all right now, but every time I feel like I'm going to go out and have a good time, like on the sea deuce or something, I feel like I'm going to have an anxiety attack, panic attack. I don't know how to pray to God to release that. Mm. You know, and... Yeah. and mm-hmm. You know, I, I I've done everything that I could to to uh, beat this addiction problem that I have, and I've been doing it on my own. And I just need direction on how in the heck do I pray to God when panic attacks start happening to me? Have you guys ever had panic attacks? You know, I went through a, a state uh, probably about two years ago where I felt like I was starting to have like some kind of anxiousness, anxiety stuff that people had talked about before. Mm-hmm. And I think I was going through a time where a lot of things were pressure, but it went away. My wife has dealt with it. I have close friends, my friend Minor, who's like a go-getter, like like hilarious, funny. But then true anxiety can come on a person. I could see it in his eyes. He just changes. And so what I was thinking about, Marcos, when you were speaking right now, like you're talking about, you know, overcoming major addictions. And, man, those are great victories, no, no doubt about it. You know, and it sounds like you're probably somebody that is very active, got a lot of things going on. And you just want to, I want to conquer this, I want to get done with this, and then I'll be good. But you know what? Sometimes in our lives, God takes us to a place of weakness so then we can be strong in Him. And mm-hmm. this might just be something that God is using you to humble you and keep you closer to his heartbeat. So you have to be like, Lord, whatever this, if this is something from your hand, Lord, that you want in my life, teach me. If mm-hmm. I, because sometimes maybe you're a strong guy. You know, um, Ryan's dad's gone through, so he's a strong guy and he's gone through different things in his life the last couple of years. It keeps you in a place where you have to trust God more than ever. And that's mm-hmm. a good thing. Right. So I, 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 what I would do is change my perspective. I wouldn't look at it as such a horrible negative thing, though, like negative, yeah, in the flesh and like it's annoying and it's something like you wish you wouldn't have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something that say, keeps you close to the heartbeat of God. I battle with migraine headaches. I battle with stomach issues and all those kind of stuff. I hate them. I wish I would never have them. It makes it harder to speak. It makes it harder to do these radio shows and stuff. But it keeps yeah. me to a place where I have to trust God. And you got to come to a place where it's like, Lord, if this is your hand, I submit to you. I submit to your will. And Lord, if you want to free me, if you want to take this from me, then awesome. But as long as I live on this earth, I'm going to live for you. You want to take it away? And that's where you'll have peace. You understand what I'm saying? Um, yeah. and, and a lot of times these are seasons in life. This might just be you've gone through a lot of stuff and this will just be a season and it will pass. So you just got to stay true to the Lord and you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. All cool. right. I'll, I'll try that. Thank you very much. Right, right on, Marcus. man. Take it easy, brother. All right. All right. So here we go. Scott out of Los Angeles. You're listening live with Ryan Reese. What's your question tonight, Scott? Oh, man, Ryan. Hey, what a pleasure. Hey, guys, I just want to thank you straight off. Um, You guys are serving the Lord on the daily. And um, I'd like to to say I'm envious. You guys are are really doing a great job. And I I appreciate you from uh, my heart with Jesus inside it. And I just, uh, way to go, guys. Thanks for the encouragement. Thank Thank you. No, well, well, I meant it. Um, I'm a, uh, I'm a veteran, a U.S. Army veteran. Um, thank you. Yes, you thank you. You're, you're welcome. Thank you for your support. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, I'm an alcoholic, mm-hmm. 
and uh, I cried talking to the operator. I, uh, I've been doing this for like 20 years, and, and um, I've gotten off so many drugs, but I, I've done everything like the previous caller, Marcos. I think it was Marcos, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for that, that brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I've uh, spent three years homeless and, and finally get on my back, mm-hmm. uh, getting off my oh, excuse me, getting on my feet, and uh, I, can't, I can't break this. And uh, and I I'm I I don't know what to do I I I don't I'm sorry if this is already answered earlier I I didn't hear all the all the uh, service or all the um, the session but um, I uh, I've been praying I, I I pray and I I've been memorizing scriptures and He's giving me peace and but but I just I go back to the bottle and and I hate it and I I'm so tired. I just fucking tired, and uh, I don't want to do this. I want to be a, a servant like you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, no. I'm just fucking tired. Yeah. We, Scott, we have um, we have a we have a whole uh, ministry that's dedicated to military called Front Sight uh-huh. out of uh, Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and exactly what you're going through. Um, there's tons of guys that are in the middle of it, at the beginning of it, out of it, um, you know, going through it that that you could be that you could come and meet up and and, and have that accountability and that uh, fellowship with. And we would love we would love to connect you with those guys. But we you know the the most important thing though is we know that. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the one that sets us free. And me coming out of alcoholism as well, it just, you have to get to a place where you say, I know I'm addicted, but I believe that Jesus can set me free. And then you have to walk by faith into that. And literally, when you get those thoughts of going to the liquor store, you you can't go. You you have to deny self. Like you mm-hmm. cannot put the keys in the ignition, start your car and drive that way. So God will give you a, a way out always, but literally, you know, you're at the end of the day, we're the ones that put the gas in our car, turn the keys on and drive to the liquor store. Yeah. yeah so you're, you're going to have to tough it out. Like you're going to have to not go there and you're going to have to ask God, pray, say, God, not only do you, I need you to help me, but, I know when you want to get drunk, opening the Bible is probably isn't your next thought or going to church. But literally when I was coming out of drugs and alcohol, I was going to church seven days a week because I knew if I were to go out that night, I would be in a bad situation. So I was going to church literally seven nights a week, six to seven nights a week at night, going to church and then coming home because I knew I knew myself. I'm probably very similar to you in that sense, you know? So that's, you got to get accountability. Yes. You have to have, you got to have, you have to get accountability and we would love to get you plugged in. What's that website, uh, Sean? Is it front site? Yeah. So it's front site, um, military. Let me see what the actual website is. Front site, front site, mo.org. And then a phone number is 909-391-5020. This ministry is for vets mm-hmm. that are dealing with drug abuse, that are dealing with uh, post-traumatic stress That's disorder, just, alcoholism. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, this is your crew. 
You got to go there. You got to meet with these guys, and you're you're not alone. Mm-mm. You are not alone. Believe me. But there is a way out, and God will help you out of this. But sometimes we need that extra boost. We need we need to like take it. We, sometimes we can't do it on our own. Exactly. So we got to get those those brothers and sisters around us to help us help us. Uh, you know, do it. So that you can call them and lean on them when you're going through those hard times and you want to go drink and you can call them and be like, you know what? I want to go to the liquor store right now and I just want to drink. And they're going to be there to pray for you, to encourage you and just keep you accountable. We need that in our lives because if we don't, then we end up believing the lie of Satan. And they're like, oh, that's okay. Just one more time. You're going to be okay. It's not a big deal. But then it just progressively goes worse. And you know what? We cannot give Satan any headspace at all. And the minute Satan puts any thoughts in our head, we have to just pray and be like, no, Satan, you're not going to get me. You're not going to get me this way because you know the voice of Satan and you know the voice of the Lord. And that's why it's so important to read your Bible and know who God is. The more you know who God is, the more you're going to be able to discern his uh, voice Mm -hmm. and you're going to be able to defeat the enemy. Reading is crucial. Yes. And accountability. Yes. And just one more is not going to work. No. Just one more drink is not going to do it. It's just going to put you back into that whirlwind. And so the accountability is, especially when you've got a godly brother and a godly family there, right. that's going to keep you accountable. Exactly. You got this, Scott. You can do this yep. in Jesus' name. All right? In Jesus' name, I thank you yes. all. And again, um, keep up the good work, man. You just... Uh, I don't know, man. It's a it, it's a fight, but but uh, I asked God last night. I was, I was I was going through John, and then I moved over to Corinthians. I was thinking Corinthians. You know, these guys are kind of get their get it missing the mark a little bit, and mm-hmm. I thought they might have a little something for me in there. And uh, I just asked them last night. I said, Lord, can you? I was sober last night, and I said, uh, Can you can you do something big? Can you just do something big? And, uh, and let me uh, let me be a voice to what you did, and I, I hope that that, uh, that that does it. I'm gonna go on the website. I'm gonna call yes. the number, guys. Again, thank you, brothers, sisters, yes, everybody that from the from the operators to the guys parking the cars, man. Um, <laughs> just appreciate you all, and and uh, and man, I you know words words don't do it, but uh, I, I pray that your your rewards in heaven will be great, and I thank you for what you guys are doing. We love you, man. Oh, that's God. Take care, my friend. Yep. Well, a lot of people, you know, we all we all we all have different struggles. Struggles. But you know what? <laughs> a lot of people are going through it. Yeah. But God is the God of setting people free. You know, when he was telling me about, you know, his his alcoholism, I was thinking about how I used to drink. Mm-hmm. Dude, you'd wake up and feel shaky in the morning. <laughs> oh, you yeah, know, and you can't control your mind. And you have to drink to like Recover. Recover to Functions? Yeah, and then you're drunk all yeah, and then like <laughs> I got yeah. so I got so bad that I'd be drinking throughout the day. Right. Mm. Dude, oh, yeah. so I mean I'd be up for days, drinking mm-hmm. for days. Yeah, and then That's, you add the cocaine and then you drink more and it's just like Man, thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Seriously, Jesus, yes. thank you so much for setting us free. And I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you set people free right now. Oh, They're listening to this show. Set our boy free right now. What's his name? Steven? Scott. 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 Set him free, Lord. And Marcos. Take away that desire and Marcos, Lord. And even that girl that's from Las Vegas, Lord. Yes. I pray that you, you do a work in her life too, Lord. We love you. 
In Jesus' name. Jesus well, you guys, we're going to be back next week. Phone lines are still lit up, but we couldn't take everyone's calls. Call back next week. We will be here at 9 p.m. Cali time. Breaking through next week. Kung Fu next week. Kung Fu. <laughs> it's going down. Yeah, it's quite a weekend next week. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese. Hey there, it's Carly Mercoulier, host of Therapy and Theology, a weekly podcast that explores popular topics and questions related to faith, feelings, and spiritual formation. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.